We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome back. Wednesday, that means DFS OG's back in the house once again talking uh, everything sports. Hope everybody had a great 4th of July weekend, long weekend. I am your host as always, Beer. Welcome in my boys, Chop. Noto, Noto, let's start with you, buddy. How was the holiday? How things going? We had that epic golf match last night. So uh, we'll we'll talk about that, give our thoughts on that. But uh, how was the holiday, man? Yeah, holiday was good, and uh, the little town I went to uh, where my grandparents live, uh, they celebrated on Monday. Did you guys uh, do that, or did everyone celebrate on Saturday like normal people? I celebrated the entire weekend, so uh, <laughs> Monday was kind of the, the recovery day uh, from uh, a, a long weekend. So, yeah, a little bit of everything for me. Chop, how about yourself? How'd, how'd the fireworks show go? Oh, I hate the fireworks. I just hate the fireworks. Uh I mean, yeah, they, they 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 were blasting the fireworks till midnight. I was hoping that we they'd stop around ten or so, but they they kept blasting. But it is what it is. Uh, yeah, we did a little brisket on Saturday or on Sunday, and then uh and then went on Monday to the pool and had some hot dogs and stuff like that. Just you know, uh, crazy crazy. And then I read this story. I don't know if you guys read the story about the hockey hockey player who died in a fireworks accident this weekend. That was absurd, man. That just goes to show you, man, just let, let the professionals do it. Just stay away from the, the, the backyard stuff. Yeah. Agreed. So my daughter went to a friend's house and had never been there. You know, we just kind of met these people. So yeah, sure. Go hang out for the day. She comes home later at night. I pick her up. We're talking about it. And she shows me these videos and they're doing fireworks at home and I'm watching and I'm like, why is there a little child lighting off fireworks? Apparently, the little brother was nine years old. He was the the pilot man of the fireworks while the dad sat back and recorded. And the mom's hanging out. Everyone's cheering him on. And I'm like, okay, not going back to that house anytime soon because nine-year-old don't need to be uh, lighting off fireworks. But anyway, uh, chop brisket, I hear. Now, is that like you got a smoker? You're making this brisket or it's something you, you – you bring in a, a 
out at a restaurant? Like, well, what's happening with the brisket here before we get into oh, the I have a bar I have a barbecue pit. I'm you know I want to get a green egg because I I keep seeing these things pop up on, on Twitter. I want to get a green egg, my next my next big uh, investment, but I just have a barbecue pit. But uh so it's just regular stuff, but I want to get a green egg because that looks like a hell of a hell of a piece of machinery right there. Yeah, I've heard good things. I have a smoker. I've not yet attempted a brisket. I've done ribs. I've done pork tenderloin. I've done wings. Done pretty much everything, but a, but a brisket. So uh, that is definitely on the list. And you're going to get plenty of food takes here from the OGs as we go along. But the plan this week, obviously, talk some NBA Finals. Game one in the books did not go so well for my. Milwaukee Bucks, Phoenix takes it down, so we'll give our thoughts there. Uh, we'll look ahead to game two, so, some strategies, some DFS plays, uh, and kind of preview the rest of the series. Uh, we have a big MMA fight coming up uh, this weekend, so uh, we'll talk to our resident MMA expert, Chop, here, uh, his thoughts uh, on the fight this weekend. And then we'll finish our look. Uh, last week, we knocked out the NFC uh, team totals. This week, we will look at the AFC, gives you our picks. Uh, over under on some of those teams. So uh, that's kind of the plan for the week. Uh, we are presented by FanDuel. So thank you to them uh, for sponsoring the show. Make sure you guys go and check out uh, all the offerings uh, over at FanDuel. Big tournaments, uh, obviously baseball going on, NBA playoffs, another huge contest for game two. Again, we'll give you our thoughts there. Uh, that MMA contest as well in the lobby. There's some golf for this weekend. And make sure you go and check out the FanDuel Sportsbook as well. Uh, and we will be pulling our lines directly from them. So, again, thank you to the folks at FanDuel, who we will have some, some free rolls, some prizes. We're kind of working some things. So uh, stay patient with us. We will have some contests here, hopefully next week, uh, for you guys. But we did challenge you guys to give us a review. We would pick a winner based on those reviews and want to reveal that right now. Uh, Roto Grinders ID is DS. Modi, D-S-M-O-D-I, congratulations. You are the winner here uh, of two months of free Roto-Grinders Premium, so the team will be reaching out to you to get set up. We appreciate the reviews, and if you're watching the show on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. Feel free to comment in the comment section, uh, and make sure you subscribe as well. We'll be doing these each and every Wednesday. All right, guys, let's get into last night's game. Derek, I want to start with you again. Uh, Phoenix. Looked like the better team. They were the better team going into it. They were the heavy favorites here. Uh, Giannis kind of surprisingly goes from doubtful to questionable to game time decision. Ends up playing. Ends up in the winning lineup uh, in the MVP spot over on Fanduel. So so played pretty well, but just does not look like a good matchup for my Bucks. I, I'm a little more pessimistic. You seem more optimistic. So uh, just quick thoughts here on, on game one. Yeah, I mean a seven game series is all about adjustments. Everyone seems to be. Uh, thinking the Suns are just going to roll through uh, the Bucks, but I think Giannis looked good. Um, he had one of those chase down blocks that was uh, clearly that knee was not bothering him at all. Uh, the Suns ended up shooting 26 free throws. I think during the regular season, the Bucks allowed the fewest free throws per game. So I don't think that's going to happen uh, any other game moving forward. And uh, I do think Bud's going to end up making some adjustments. Their switch in defense just wasn't working. I mean, uh, the Suns quickly figured it out. They just run pick and rolls until uh, Chris Paul or Devin Booker was on, you know, Bobby Portis or Brooke Lopez. And then from there, I mean, they were just scoring at will. So I think they're going to make adjustments. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, Giannis looked good. Uh, obviously, the Suns won a game that they're supposed to win at home. I'm not overly concerned. I think uh, there's some value on the Bucks right now if you want to bet them either game two or uh, on the series. Yep, and we'll take a look at some of those bets here in a minute. Chop, want to go over to you. Your thoughts here, uh, game one. Uh, Phoenix, Milwaukee, again, didn't go so well for me. I think it's all right. I, I think uh, Milwaukee's lost the first game of the last couple of series and, and bounced back and, and and still won, so I'm, I'm okay with that. I'd be super I'd be super optimistic if I was a Milwaukee guy just because I, I didn't even think Giannis would play in the series, or if he did try to play, I thought he'd – try to rush back and that he just wouldn't look right doing it. Man, I, I saw nothing, nothing wrong with Giannis last night. So that's a good, that's a good sign right there. Cause eventually, uh, you know, Milwaukee will, they'll, they'll write the ship here and they'll make this a, they'll make this a series. And I think it'll come down to those last couple games and see where it swings. So I'd be okay taking Milwaukee from this point forward in the series. I, I think that there's a chance there's probably pretty good value. And I, I still think Phoenix wins this thing, but, just seeing as how Milwaukee started off the last couple of series, 
I still I still think that there's a shot there. All right, so let's stick around in the FanDuel Sportsbook. Again, uh, make sure you guys go and check FanDuel out. Uh, very easy to use Sportsbook here. So, uh, Chop, we got Phoenix minus 300 at this point, Milwaukee plus 240. So, uh, interested in putting some giblets there on, on Milwaukee plus 240. You like that value? Is that is that a good enough price to, to take a bite out of? 240 is, is pretty good. Yeah, I think so. I think it's just one game and, and just – this is a long way to go. So, yeah, the plus 240s, pretty good. For, I, I would take that one. Derek, your thoughts there? You seem to be optimistic here as well. Plus 240, a, a big enough price uh, to jump on. Yeah, like Chop said, I do think the Suns could still win this pretty easily. But uh, I do think there's some value at the plus 240. The interesting one to me, I uh, was looking at the NBA Finals MVP odds. Chris Paul, minus 140. Devin Booker, plus 550. Now, uh, are we just assuming that if the Suns win, you know, they're going to give the Lifetime Achievement Award to Paul, even if uh, Booker has the better numbers? I Yeah, I think Booker's going to have to drastically outproduce Paul to to get that. If, if they're even within the same stratosphere, I, I think they are going to give it to Chris Paul. We know how that works. So, uh, unfortunately, I, I think that's how it's going to play out. But, oh, the way DeAndre Ayton played last night, if he's going to, you know, threaten 20-20 every night, uh, he may pull down the MVP. But, uh, we'll see. I think those are some interesting odds there as well. Uh, game two, we have Phoenix uh, minus five and a half. So about where it was last night, a little bit higher. That total sitting at 220. And one of the fun things over at FanDuel, they have these things called odds boosts. If you haven't been in the sports book over there, uh, just things where they boost up the odds for you. Just like it says, they have one for that game to 60 or more total points scored in the first quarter of game two at plus 320. So uh, you think these teams are going to get out to a hot start, plus 320, pretty good odds on that. So uh, another fun bet over there at FanDuel. All right, let's look ahead here uh, in DFS. Uh, again, we saw Giannis in that MVP spot. Uh, obviously, in FanDuel, you have the MVP to star the pro uh, in two utility spots. So, Derek, how can we attack this game too? Uh, obviously, a lot of people are going to go to Giannis in that spot once again. Highest ceiling by far of any of these players uh, in this series. So is that the right way to go? Can we mix it up a little bit? We've seen Chris Paul have some massive games. You talked Booker. Uh, or is it is it Giannis? Save some money. How, how can we get different from the other? Uh, how many people we got in this thing? 83,000 entries. So how do we make ourselves unique in this thing? Yeah, I mean, Chops have got to ask here. Um, and I started playing DFS with cash games and single entries. So my mind just naturally gravitates towards the chalk, towards uh, what everyone else is doing. Chops obviously won the Millie Maker, uh, just great tournament players. So um, we got to get his advice and then uh, circle back to me. Chop, he put the spotlight on you. Mm. Big, the, the Millie Maker tw twice, right? Twice, Chop. Sure. Terrible. A lot of pressure so, there. <laughs> so this tournament, $700,000 prize pool, uh, $9.99 entry fee. So, you know, room for everybody to jump in this thing. Chop 83,000 entries. Uh, we know there's a lot of teams are similar in this. It's it's tough to, to get unique here. Is there a way, though, that, that we can find uniqueness here in this game, too? Yeah, I mean, uh, there is. Uh, in game one, the, the big tournament was split down to where everybody got eleven thousand uh, dollars i think it was a i don't know it was a huge for it might have been like a quarter million first place or something like i forget what it was anyway it was chopped and uh the way you got to get different on fanduel is you're going to chop it unless you take a shot and a risk with those top two positions your mvp and your your star players you just got if you want if you don't want to like more than likely it's going to chop because more than likely Giannis is going to be your top scorer most of the time. And, you know, Chris Paul or Devin Booker or Chris Middleton are going to follow that in that second spot. That's more than likely the outcome. And it's going to chop most of the times. If you want to be different, you take a shot on somebody else in the big spot, you know, leave out Giannis and maybe even leave out uh, Chris Paul or whatever and, and take a shot on a uh, DeAndre Aiden would be perfect except for, most of the time, he's not going to outscore Giannis, but that one time he does, then you can win it by yourself. Something like that is, it's it's that top two spots. That's where you, you gotta you gotta be willing to burn your money in a, in the showdown on Fanduel. You gotta be willing to lose it uh, if you want to win that thing outright. Yeah, that's it. You you gotta play to win. I mean, not not eleven thousand's not not too shabby on on a seven dollar entry or whatever it was. So 
Uh, most likely these things are going to split. It's just the, the nature of the beast. It's one game. It's 80,000 people. Uh, it's very tough to come up with a lineup that only you are going to have. Another way to do that is obviously leave salary on the table, not $500, $1,000, a couple thousand dollars, but uh, obviously you're taking away from your floor and your ceiling uh, with limiting some choices there. But that is a way to try to build a unique lineup uh, as well. So make sure you guys go and jump in that contest again, 700000 uh, total prizes, 150000 a first. If you are able to come up with that unique lineup, $150K on the line for you, uh, not too bad. So uh, so we've kind of looked ahead already. I think you guys are, are optimistic on Milwaukee making this a series. We know they're a very good home team. Uh, that stadium's going to be fired up when they do go back. Uh, we'll see if they can steal game two here. It's kind of the goal is, is take one of the two uh, and make those adjustments. So any other thoughts here uh, on the finals before we kind of transition over uh, to a little MMA talk? talk chop any more thoughts here on the nba now nah, i was just looking at the the schedule last night and there's going to be a lot of space in between these next not that this next game is is on thursday but then then they're going to get three days off to travel and then they're going to get another three days off before the next game so lots of time for Giannis to recover and get even healthier and i just think this thing is going to be uh if i was going to like put it into segments i think i think we're two to two however we get there i think we're two to two after four games so, and if you think Phoenix is going to win this game, Milwaukee is going to make a comeback, you know, maybe wait on betting this plus 240, you'll get an even better line. If you think they can go down 0-2 and make a comeback, which they've done before, 0-2 to Brooklyn, and we were all writing them off. And I know there were some injuries there, but uh, it has been done. So, Derek, final thoughts here on the finals before we move on. Yeah, I was just looking through the game log. Uh, Chris Middleton, 26 shot attempts in game one. Uh, so maybe that's a way to get different uh, with your MVP spot. And Drew Holiday, by far the worst of like the six main guys. Uh, both teams have like a big three. And uh, he was quiet. So I think uh, he'll be pretty you know, unpopular if you want to get a little bit different as well. There you go. All right, MMA shop. We have a big, uh, big fight. This is a, a the trilogy, correct? This is the, the third fight in this installment. So... I'm not a big MMA guy. I'm not going to pretend to be. Uh, I'm interested, though, in, in learning, getting some knowledge here. So uh, why don't you quickly hit on the fight, uh, what we got going on, and any DFS implications here as well? Yeah, so I, this weekend we come back off of a break, a July 4th break, and we got uh, McGregor, Poirier versus McGregor, number three. That's going to be the fight this week. It, it's going to be good. The rest of the card looks okay. There's some okay, but this is definitely the one that, and I'm kind of like torn on this one. Like, there's a piece of me that, yeah, I want to see it. I want to see what happens here at the third. But then there's another piece that says, man, these guys are kind of old, and I don't think they're really champions. You know, as long as, uh, assuming Khabib is definitely retired, maybe maybe somebody can sneak in there. But I don't know. They're kind of like gatekeepers right now. They're so I don't know what to think. But I think it should be entertaining. You know, McGregor took the first one a long time ago. Poirier took the second one by knockout. This just not just recently. So. This is going to be the, the rubber match. And I'm torn on it because I'm looking at Twitter. I'm looking at some social media. McGregor's up in his game this time, you know. He's not just sitting back and being Mr. Nice Guy. He's, he's got some dirty things he's saying out there. So kind of reminds me of the old McGregor, but does he have the old McGregor inside the octagon? I guess that's the question. The old McGregor would beat Poirier, I think, most of the time. But uh, I don't know, man. Maybe that ship has sailed. So I think I'm I'm think I'm leaning Poirier here. It's uh, the FanDuel odds minus 122 on Poirier, even money on Conor McGregor. Those odds, that's basically a coin flip. So uh, I'm going to say that uh, <clears throat> Poirier's got more opportunities to win. Let's put it like that. I think if we're if we're going into the into five rounds, Poirier's got the conditioning to hang. I mean, I've seen him hang in there recently, some some long grueling matches and and outlast his opponent. So I'm good with him. The distance, going the distance, winning by decision. He obviously can knock him out. He knocked him out first round last time out. So he's got more. He's got more avenues. I think McGregor has one big avenue here, and that's the knockout early. And it could happen. It, it could definitely. He's very accurate with his shots, and it could. It, he could. He could rattle him quick. And Poirier hasn't been known. He's been known to not have a great chin in the past. So. Uh, He's got that avenue, but Poirier's got more outs here. So I'm leaning Dustin Poirier right now to win the to win the third one, the rubber match. 
All right, he's sitting at minus 126 right now. Poirier, that is. McGregor, minus 102. And there's a lot of ways you, you can bet this fight over on FanDuel. So that's the easy, you know, the, the line on who's going to win. But uh, they have bets on method of victory, you know, KO, points, submissions. Uh, they have round betting, you know, which, which guy's going to win and what round, uh, how the fight will end, what round will the fight end. So a lot of ways, along with the rest of the card here, uh, as well, they also have something called parlay insurance, which is always interesting. Uh, where if you put a parlay together, one of those legs fails, uh, they're going to give you up to $25 back uh, in site credit. So, uh, Fandle Sportsbook always giving you things like that. So, uh, if you are an MMA guy, if you're not, you haven't bet uh, the fight game, uh, there's plenty of ways to do that. Uh, Derek, let's get over to you here. Thoughts uh, on the big fight here tonight? Any strong leans in the betting market? Uh, who's going to win this thing? Uh, your quick thoughts here. Yeah, I mean, in terms of parlays, I always thought Sportsbook should, uh, you know, do something if you miss all all legs of the parlay, because that's more impressive than missing just one. I, I'd be a billionaire <laughs> if they offered that, man. But yeah, uh, so it sounds like this is the first weekend that Vegas is really truly open. Um, they're going to have uh, full fans for the first time since COVID. So I do think uh, the crowd's going to be on McGregor's side. Obviously, he's one of the more popular fighters. And uh, I think... That is going to help us lead to a much better odds on Poirier. Um, you saw when McGregor fought uh, Mayweather in that exhibition boxing match. I mean, it was close to a pick at one point because so much mo public money was coming in on McGregor. So obviously don't know a ton about uh, MMA, about UFC, but I just think there's value on Poirier. And uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of my thoughts on it. Uh, I'm excited to watch it, though, that's for sure. Yeah, I might have to tune into this. I mean, McGregor's one of those guys, you, you just want to see what happens. So uh, he is a draw. So... Uh, may have to may have to jump in here as well, but definitely going to be digging around here uh, in the sports book, looking at some things. Uh, always more fun when you have a little money on the line in some of these fights. And I agree with you. I think as we get closer, uh, he's the big name. I think you'll see those odds kind of even out uh, between those two. So uh, plenty of ways to attack this fight. So that's our look uh, at MMA. Now we will transition over to the NFL. Continue our look at some of the futures here in the FanDuel Sportsbook. Again, last week, if you missed our show, we talked about the NFC teams over under on their season win totals, kind of gave you analysis on each team. Uh, now we're going to go over the AFC teams and give you uh, our picks and some of our best bets there. So uh, let's get into that here. got a transition on my page. And bye. And all right. So we're going to start with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, obviously been one of the more successful teams here uh, over the last few seasons. We continue to see Lamar Jackson evolve uh, pretty much the whole crew back intact. They bring in Rashad Bateman uh, in round one at wide receiver. Uh, bring back Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins. We saw really take a leap towards the end of the year. So, Derek, we'll start with you. FanDuel has this at 11 for the Ravens. Minus 120 on the under, plus 100 on the over. Baltimore, Derek, over, under, 11 wins. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, the first half of last season, everyone was saying, oh, they figured out Lamar Jackson, um, and then they turned it on in the second half of the season. They still have a good defense. Uh, still like Harbaugh uh, as the coach, and their division doesn't scare me all that much. I know a lot of people like the Browns, but uh, I'm just not buying them as much as everyone else. Uh, Cincinnati has a pretty low total. And then uh, Pittsburgh not expected to be as good either. So give me the over on 11. All right. I'm going to go the other way. I don't, I don't like paying the, the minus 120 here. I, I think they're going to be good. I, I don't know that they're going to be this good. And, and I do think Cleveland is is a much improved team. We saw that. I think Cincinnati will be improved. Pittsburgh still to be determined. Uh, we'll talk all those teams here as we move along, obviously. But 11 seems a little bit too high for me. So, again, I don't like paying the minus 120 here. I think teams maybe have figured out Lamar Jackson a little bit. It's going to be an interesting make-or-break type season uh, for him. Obviously, you no, know, very dynamic with his legs, and you're never going to completely shut him down. But he has to evolve as a passer. They're going to have to get more in the passing attack, one of the best rushing attacks that we've seen in NFL history, to be frank. But 11 seems a little bit too high for me, so I'm going to go under. Chop, break the tie here. Over, under, 11 wins for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, it's a, it's a, that's a good one. That's a really solid number. I'm going to go – I really think there's no push, you know, button, I guess. I think that's really close. So I'll go with the over. I think they, I think uh, having Dobbins in there for more snaps can only help you over having to split with uh, 
you know, Mark Ingram. And, and I think the defense is going to be a little bit better. So I'll take the over. I think if, if they get there, they barely get there. If they don't get there, it's because they got 10 wins. You know, they're just right at that number. So, but I'll take the over just for the fact that uh, maybe, maybe Lamar surprises us, man. Maybe he, uh, oh, and they, and they picked up a little extra receiving help for, uh, for the boys too. So maybe, maybe he surprises us and he kind of makes some adjustments now after they made adjustments to him last year. So I'll take the over. Yeah, and I think he is capable as a passer. You know, a lot of people just that's the he's a runner only. The, the guy can pass. He has that upside. It's just going to see, can he get there? Can he realize the upside and can they expand on that passing game? I do think Bateman's going to help tremendously. We know Andrew's uh, one of the best tight end position uh, in Hollywood, a home run waiting to happen. So the weapons are certainly there. Uh, it's not a strong under for me. I just think that number uh, a little bit too high. So another team uh, that really took a big step last season, Sitting at that same 11, the Buffalo Bills, uh, Josh Allen, uh, talk about quantum leaps. This guy was phenomenal last season, MVP candidate. Uh, Stefan Diggs comes in, makes an instant impact, uh, leading the league in pretty much every receiving category uh, last season. So, again, another team that has all the pieces chopped, the, the quarterback's in place, the offense looks good, uh, the running game maybe a bit of a question with Singletary and Moss, but the coaching is fantastic, the defense is there. Uh, as this year, Buffalo uh, gets over that Kansas City hurdle, but uh, let's start with the 11 wins. You're going over or under here on Buffalo. I'm going under. And I know the over is very popular with this team. This is everybody's like, I don't even want to say sleeper. They're not even sleeper anymore to get even, maybe even to get to the Super Bowl. Everybody loves a little Josh Allen and everything that's going on there. But I'm going to go under. I think there, I think there could be some regression here. And they're like, really dependent on Josh Allen. So anything happens to him for a stretch during the year, injury-wise, just a few weeks or whatever, then this total could be cooked. So I'm going under on Buffalo. I think they're going to come back down to earth a little bit this year offensively and Josh Allen come back down a little bit. And and I don't I don't think the defense is going to make enough strides to make up for it. So I'm going under. I'm going to go over on this one. I, I think about the other side, you know, in 17 games, you're telling me they got to lose seven games for me to not win this. I, I could see some some regression going the other way as well, but uh, them losing seven games, that, that would take something catastrophic happening. You look at this division, pretty weak up and down. You know, New England is no longer the, the cream of the crop there. I think Miami will be much improved. We're going to talk about them here uh, momentarily, but – uh, I do think that they get to this. And 11 kind of feels like a good number. I get a push there. I just don't see this team losing seven games. So I'm going to go the over uh, here with Buffalo. So, Derek, your turn. Break the tie here. Over 11, under 11, Buffalo Bills. I'm going over as well. Uh, bring up the division. And then one of the sneaky pickups in the offseason, they're bringing in Trubisky. I know he's not great, but if something happens to Allen, he can certainly fill in. He's a mobile quarterback, uh, played in the league a long time. So give me the over. I just don't see him losing that many games. All right, next team up, uh, Cincinnati. We spoke on them uh, just a minute ago. Sitting at six and a half here in the FanDuel Sportsbook. Minus 140 on the under, Derek. Plus 120 on the over. Six and a half wins for Cincinnati, over or under? Yeah, this is going to be a fun team. Uh, Burrow, uh, sounds like he's completely healthy. Uh, looked good with Higgins and Boyd last season. Bring in Jamar Chase, uh, who we played with in college. And Mixon's like uh, going up the draft boards uh, pretty quick. So I like the offense, hate the defense. Um, I don't think the division's as tough as it was a year ago. Uh, so give me uh, give me the over with uh, with a little bit better odds. Yeah, I'm with you on the over here. I, I think they're going to luck box into some wins. I think they're going to find themselves in a lot of shootouts. I think they're going to be very fantasy friendly. And, and you named all uh, the main characters there. Love the combination of Burrow and Jamar Chase. Uh, hopefully he's healthy, 100% recovered uh, from that injury burrow that is last season. But uh, I, I just think this team's get good enough and going to be improved enough uh, to win six to win seven or more games, uh, we'll say. So uh, it'll be close. I, I don't think they're going to come out and be a 10-win team, but uh, I do think they go over the six-and-a-half number. Chop, Cincinnati over under six-and-a-half. Man, you guys are still in my thunder here. I, I like the over too. I like the over. I think the uh, assuming Joe Burrow comes in by week one, ready to go after that bad knee injury, offense sh should be really sharp. Uh, good receivers, man. And Joe Mixon, good running back. Just need a little help on the offensive line, but they kind of addressed that a little bit. So maybe it, maybe they're in good shape there. The defense, 
Like it can't be much worse than it was last year. So uh, I think I think I think they can hit this over here. All right, we'll stay in that same division uh, with the Cleveland Browns. Again, really took a leap forward uh, with Baker Mayfield last season. Uh, you get Odell Beckham back, uh, hopefully healthy, team up with Jarvis Landry once again. We know that running game very dynamic with Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, uh, and the defense was much improved here uh, as well, led by Miles Garrett. So, Chop, we'll stay with you here. Big number on Cleveland over under 10.5, little juice on the under at minus 115, minus 105. On the over, where are we going with Cleveland? Man, this is everybody's uh, darling right here, I think. So, uh, I mean, I guess I'm going to go with everybody else though, and say the over because they they, they put it down at 10.5 instead of 11. At 11, I'd really be thinking about it. At 10.5, I think they can get there. Uh, you know, Odell, I don't know how big of a addition that is because some would say they were better without him almost. You know, I don't know why, but I don't know why, why that happened. But they did look, they did look good. I think they know where their bread is buttered. It's in the running game with the offensive line. I don't think they're going to get away from that too much. The big thing for this team, forget about all that. I think this defense could be really, really, I don't want to say elite, but they, they're they going to – every year there's a one or two defenses that steps up and really surprises you out of nowhere. And I think this could be one of them this year that really takes a step forward. So I think they're going to hit that 10 and a half. Derek, I'm torn on this one. I, I don't have a strong – I'm going to go to you here. Uh, this this number feels right where it should be, in my opinion. So uh, I'm going to go to you while I uh, think this one out because uh, no no clear path for me here with Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, I like their offensive line. I like their running backs. I don't think their defense is as good as everyone else, I guess. Uh, they were 25th in total DVOA last year. I don't trust Baker Mayfield. I think he's a pretty average quarterback uh, at this stage. And – if you look at their uh, point differential last year, negative 11 despite 11 and a five record. So they were winning a lot of close games. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm taking the under. I'm not buying the or drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm going to go under as well. It, it's one of those, I think the deciding factor is if this is everyone's darling, everyone wants to bet the over. I, I want to go on the other side of that uh, and go against the public. So I do think they're going to be good. I, I think it'll be very close here. Uh, but I'm going to go under uh, on this number here with, with Cleveland. So uh, moving on, Denver Broncos up next. Number sitting at eight and a half, Derek. Big juice on the over at minus 130, plus 110 on the under. Is Aaron Rodgers factor into this? Uh, speaking of the match the other night, but uh, Denver Broncos, eight and a half over or under. Yeah, eight and a half. That seems uh, high. Um, they're going to have a quarterback battle. Um, even if Rodgers doesn't come, they got Locke at Bridgewater there. Uh, the defense wasn't as good as it usually was uh, last year and a uh, pretty tough division. They got four games against KC and the Chargers. I have the under right now, but that's obviously, you know, contingent on them not picking up uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's one of those, if you if you're sure that he's going there, I, I think you hammer the over here, but uh, I agree. The eight and a half seems a little bit too high. You mentioned a division that that's tough. Even the Raiders, uh, I think are going to be a, a pretty good team here. So that, that's six games that, that is tough sledding, especially the chargers and the chiefs. So uh, eight and a half seems a little bit too high. Seven and a half obviously is, is a, a number I would, I would have figured for Denver. So I got to go under here on this number uh, and take the plus plus one ten chop. Aaron Rodgers going here, eight and a half. Uh, your thoughts here on Denver Broncos? Yeah, if you if you got some inside information on on uh, Rodgers getting there, then you you know then you can you can make a killing on this one. But assuming, and I think it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater. I still think Bridgewater is probably an upgrade on Drew Locke right now. But uh, I'm going to take the under two. I think the defense is is going to look pretty decent, but. Man, that offense is going to – I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater is is okay. He's a nice game manager, but I'm going to take I'm gonna take the under also. Yeah, I think it will be, Teddy, and, and you can kind of almost look back to Carolina. Like they're they're going to have some fantasy-friendly guys, at DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. I think you're going to see the same here. Cortland Sutton uh, returning that lineup. Jerry Judy taking another step. Noah Fant, a phenomenal tight end. Uh, Javante Williams now uh, in, in the state of running backs with Melvin Gordon. So I do think this offense – uh, will be pretty decent, but I think that quarterback play will kind of hold him back enough where Teddy will be okay, not going to be a guy that goes out there and, and leads them to victory. So uh, that number just feels too high again. All right, next team up for us, the Houston Texans, uh, the lowest projected on the board. 
four wins here. Uh, minus 125 on the over chop. Uh, but uh, what do we get? Minus, what do we get? Plus 105 on that under. So this is this is down in, in your neck of the woods here. Uh, we have the whole Deshaun Watson saga. They bring in Davis Mills uh, in the third round, I believe it was, to potentially be a quarterback. Uh, a running back uh, graveyard of David Johnson, uh, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram. I think Duke Johnson is still there. No new Hopkins, no Will Fuller. So this team's going to be bad. Are, are they going to be four wins bad, Chop? Over under four on the Houston Texans. Well, I'm making this assuming Deshaun Watson's not playing this year. I'm going under, under the four. And uh, – they are going to be super bad, and not only are they going to be bad, but their schedule's tough. And I'm looking at their schedule, and basically, let's say they could split with Jacksonville, and I'm not even sure they can do that. But if they split with Jacksonville, okay, you got one win. The only other team I see on that schedule that they can really beat is the Jets, and I'm not even sure they can beat the Jets. So, uh, But other than that, that schedule is tough, man. They got nothing but quality teams they're facing. So, no, I'm, I'm taking the under here. I see Derek shaking his head. He, he's counting two wins for his Jags here against Houston. So uh, I'm going under here as well. I think a lot of people are going to look at this number and be like, ah, they got to win four games. I mean, that that's easy. So uh, I think you're going to see a lot of people attacking the over on this. And I don't know that they win more than two games. So I, I'm with you, Chop. This is going to be a historically bad team on both sides of the ball. I don't see Watson playing. Uh, here, even if he, he is reinstated, does he even want to play for this team? So you still have all that drama. Uh, a, a strong under here for me on the Texans. Derek, three for three, or are you more optimistic here on Houston? I mean, the road for my Jags to hit their six and a half is uh, to pick up two wins against the Texans. So I'm with you guys. Uh, you mentioned their losses on offense, and uh, no J.J. Watt either. Uh, they still had one of the worst defensive teams last year, and it's only going to be worse. So, yeah, three for three. All right, let's move on to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, we saw Phillip Rivers hang him up. Carson Wentz brought over here to be the new quarterback for the Colts. We saw Jonathan Taylor really emerge uh, as that lead running back. Uh, weapons are there for Carson Wentz. The offensive line, maybe the best in the game. Uh, and the defense, uh, we'll see. Uh, they've shown improvements at time. But uh, we're sitting at nine and a half here on the Colts, Derek. But big juice on the over. Got to pay minus 150. Uh, to get that nine and a half plus 20 plus 125 on the under so what are you doing here with the colts nine and a half over under don't love paying the juice but uh, i really like this team uh love frank reich and uh, i think carson wentz is an upgrade we talked about or we heard about you know wentz's struggles last year partly because uh frank reich left and uh, you know they have a connection both on and off the field uh sounds like they're both really religious and uh you know that kind of stuff so uh, their defense was awesome last year. I think they finished seventh in total DVOA. And, um, yeah, I like both sides of the ball. Give me the over. Yeah, I really like this team as well. Uh, in fact, going to look up some uh, some odds on them. Plus, 20, plus 2,500 to win the Super Bowl. I don't hate that. AFC plus 1,300. So I really think you're going to see Carson Wentz uh, bounce back here. I mean, behind this line, uh, we talked about the weapons, T.Y. Hilton, Michael Pittman, another year in the league, Paris Campbell healthy. We know they always have good tight ends, that line play, Taylor. Uh, I think this team's going to be very good this season. So, again, don't like paying that minus 150. I'm there with you on that one. But uh, I think this is a team that's going to be very good. So I don't even hate a little sprinkle on some of those futures here in the FanDuel Sportsbook either. So over for me as well. Chop, Indy, nine and a half, over or under. Tough, tough schedule. Outside of uh, you know a couple division division teams, but tough schedule. But man, I love this team so much. I think Carson Wentz has a huge bounce back year. Everything about him I like. So I'm going over, even though it's a very difficult schedule. But I'm I'm taking the over too. All right, moving on to Derek's Jacksonville Jaguars, and we'll get to him here in a minute. We're gonna let Chop have the floor here. Number set at six and a half, uh, and big changes in Jacksonville. Uh, obviously bringing in Urban Meyer uh, to be the new head coach. Number one draft pick, Trevor Lawrence. Also snag uh, ETN, Travis ETN in the first round. Uh, weapons galore at the wide receiver position. They bring in Marvin Jones, Chark, uh, LaVisca Chenault. So, Chop, a lot, it seems like they're they're moving in the right direction. I, I think defense is still going to be a concern. But 
uh, offensively, a y- lot of young players that, that were very good uh, collegiate players, a good coach that was a good collegiate coach. Uh, can all of this transition uh, to the NFL? Let's not forget Tim Tebow in, in the house as well. Here. Oh, there you uh, go. <laughs> that, that could push him over that six and a half uh, on its own. But uh, so a lot of changes here, Chop. Uh, do you think this is going to work? Is Urban Meyer's game plan going to transition to the NFL? I think they're going to be improved. I think that they got a nice young team for the future. But, man, okay, they, they could probably pick up two of those wins real quick against Houston, you know. And so uh, there's some things to like about them. But seven wins still seems like – it seems like a lot for me given their coach, okay. That's the one thing that really, I think, sets them back. Now, I may be wrong here. Maybe Urban Meyer proves me wrong, but – I just don't see him. I don't even know if he can last a full season here. I don't know what he's doing out there. But because of the coaching, I'm going to take the under. I'm not sold on Urban Meyer being a good coach, period, much less a good NFL coach right now. So I'm taking the under. I don't want to rain on Derek's parade, but I'm going under here as well. I do think they're going to be improved. I think they're going to be competitive. I just think this is more of a long-term rebuild. I do think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good. Is he going to be – you know, year one, uh, Justin Herbert or even an Andrew Luck, that I have some questions about. So I think it's just going to take time. I think they're doing it the right way. But I also have some concerns here with, with Urban Meyer. So adding all of that together, I, I think the under is the play here. But future's bright, Derek. Not not all not all rain here for, for the Jags. Now, your team, your floor, a lot of questions here. Coaching, uh, new offense, can they get to that six and a half? Uh, I have no idea what to expect, but for the first time in a long time, I'm excited to be a Jaguars fan. And uh, for that reason, I just got to, you know, I'm obliged to bet the over. So I'll take the over, not putting my hard-earned money on my own team because that's just asking for trouble. But, um, yeah, give me the over for the purposes of uh, this show. All right, moving on to the uh, defending AFC champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Twelve and a half, the number here, Derek. So uh, the highest number that we are going to see Plus 100 on that over, minus 120 here uh, on the under. So uh, we saw Kansas City really struggle in that Super Bowl against that Tampa Bay defense. Uh, But bringing back all of these weapons on offense, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, another year for CEH, a defense that I think was improved uh, towards the end of last season. So clearly one of the favorites to win the entire thing. 12 and a half, though, on the wins. What do you got, over or under? It's hard to see them losing five games. Uh, for me, complacency is really the only thing that's going to keep them from that number. So I'll bet the over. But, uh, yeah, winning a ton of games every single year, maybe they uh, just lose focus a little bit uh, during the regular season. But still, give me the over. I agree with you completely. I think the one thing, though, that Super Bowl loss is going to sting. So I, I don't think they're going to be as complacent. If they had won the Super Bowl, okay, maybe they cruise in some games. But I think that hunger is there. You know, Travis Kelsey's getting older. Uh, it, this whole crew can't stay together forever. They got to get it done here sooner rather than later. So uh, I do think they go in the season on a mission. Uh, it's a big number. Uh, I think most people probably would take the over here, uh, but I think it's the right play with the Chiefs. Chop, three for three, or are you going under here on this 12 and a half on Kansas City? Not only am I going over, I say if they stay healthy, they're going to make a push to go undefeated. And it's going to be much harder okay. this year. With a, with a bigger schedule, but you're I think you hit it on the head. They're, they got a very bad taste in their mouth from what happened to them in the Super Bowl. So they got off that real high pedestal they were on after all the success they've had. I think they're going to – they addressed the thing that cost them the Super Bowl, you know, was the offensive line, no doubt about it. They remade that thing. I think it's going to be a pretty strong unit. Mahomes is going to wing it around. Like, he's just going to do whatever he wants. Like, they're, they've upgraded – their wide receiving core by getting rid of guys who I thought were holding like Sammy Watkins gone, you know, and, and, and you can now play more Michael Hardman, which is an upgrade for you. So I think offense is upgrade. We haven't even seen even vaguely the first, uh, the first baby crawl from Clyde Edwards Hilaire last year. He was, he was bad last year. He's going to be much better this year behind a better offensive line. Defense will hold its own. This team's going to make a push for like 15, 16 wins. All right. Well, there's a few ways that we could we could attack this here, Chop. So FanDuel does have under the season specials tab. We're going to get to your undefeated thing here in a minute. But 
Uh, best overall regular season record, Kansas City plus 450. So uh, that is one way to attack it. Some of the other favorites there, Tampa Bay plus 600, Buffalo plus 1,000. I know you are down on both of those teams. So that could be one way to attack this. They also have a bet. Will the Kansas City Chiefs go 17-0 and in the 2021-22 regular season? No minus 5,000 plus 2700 on yes chop so 27 to 1 are, are you laying that bet are you feeling that confident here that they can go undefeated now it's a shame they gave us a 17 game season this year because now it's going to be like now the miami dolphins with the popping the champagne when you know all that i'm so sick of that like they, they just got a free pass now because no it'll be hard for anybody to ever go 17 and 0 but uh, if they stay healthy and health is a big thing. And then you got to worry about those last couple of games of the year. Are they even going to mean anything for Kansas city? If they're like, have everything locked up by then you got to worry about all that stuff. But I think it's worth it because like I've, I've heard Mahomes already in the off season say we can go undefeated. And if he's already got that mindset, that's, you know, you're already kind of like a one foot in the door right there. Cause uh, just having that mindset means you're hungry to get there. So, uh, there's no better way to shake off a huge Super Bowl loss than to just go ahead and shut everybody up and run the table and win everything every single game. So I got throw some giblets down there on uh, on the on the yes yes it'll go undefeated. Yeah, I don't hate going on that the 27 to one and then hitting the the plus 450 for best record even harder to kind of hedge. You know they they don't go undefeated but uh, they still have a hell of a year. You're still hitting on four and a half to one on that best record. So a lot of ways that, that you could play this year uh, along with that 12 and a half uh, on their team total, a very interesting team, obviously heading here uh, into the 21 season. So next up for us, we have the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I mentioned, I think they're going to be uh, an improved team this season. Uh, Vegas and the FanDuel Sportsbook do not agree with me though. Six and a half on the total here for Vegas chop big juice on the over though at minus one forty five plus 125 on the under. What are we doing with the Raiders here? Over or under six and a half wins. Uh, yeah, they just, uh, they're they are never great, but Gruden has always marched out a decent team. Like they're competitive and they win games. I don't think they're going to win. So six and a half is pretty low in this, in this particular season. That means seven and 10. Will they go seven and 10? Well, they were like a really terrible last, 30 seconds last year away from making the playoffs in, in that uh I get you with that Dolphins game. They they had that game wrapped up and they could have made the playoffs right there. But uh, so seven and ten, I think that's definitely doable. So I'll take the over. Yeah, I like the over here. Clearly, I, I hate paying that juice on it. Uh I, I wouldn't mind it uh, sitting at seven at minus one ten, but uh, I do think they're gonna be a better football team than that. I have always been competitive. You're right. They kind of shoot themselves in the foot, uh, little things that, that cost them wins here or there. But uh, I think another year in the Gruden system, uh, I think Derek Carr, the hate kind of goes too far. We'll see uh, if we get a step from Henry Ruggs here. Uh, they bring in Kenyon Drake, who they're talking about playing at wide receiver. Uh, Darren Waller, one of the best at the tight end position. Uh, defensively, I think there's question marks. And don't forget, this is a potential landing spot for Aaron Rodgers as well. This was on his short list of teams. So, Maybe you get in early here. I believe in them as is. Now they had Aaron Rodgers. They they easily go over this number. So uh, this is one I, I feel pretty strong about. I'm going over here on the Raiders. Derek, thoughts here over six and a half or under six and a half for the Las Vegas Raiders. I'll go against you guys and take the under. They were one of the more overperforming teams last year. Uh, eight and eight, negative 44 point differential. Darren Waller is really the only guy that I feel good about on this team. Um yeah, I mean, I like Gruden. And speaking of hard knocks, uh, I don't. I think this was announced after our show last week. But the Cowboys, uh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, that should be that should be intriguing. Chop's got to be excited about that one. So uh, we'll we'll see the inner workings uh, of his Dallas Cowboys. So Chop, you excited for some hard knocks? No, I want I want our uh, secrets. I want our secrets to stay in house. I'd rather them not be out there in the public eye. All right, moving on. We're going to the Los Angeles Chargers uh, up next. Their total sitting at nine and a half. Uh, juice on the under here, Derek, at minus 135, plus 110 uh, on the over. One of those teams we talked about, just like the Raiders, they, they always just find a way to, whether it's injuries or stabbing their quarterback uh, the first game of the year and, and sending him to the IR, 
Uh, but Justin Herbert was fantastic last season. We know Keenan Allen, uh, a monster. Austin Eckler, we'll see if he can stay healthy. So the pieces are certainly there offensively. Uh, defense, they get some guys returning. Derwin James should be back in that lineup. So I like the overall prospects for this team. What are your thoughts here? Over under nine and a half on the Chargers. Yeah, for the longest time, we thought it was Phillip Rivers uh, being the one to shoot them themselves in the foot. But, uh, yeah, it's just a team thing. I don't know what it is. You mentioned uh, them stabbing or stabbing their quarterback. Uh, turned out to be the best part of their season. I mean, best part, um, you know, Justin Herbert was awesome. So I like their offense. I think they're going to be good. You mentioned Derwin James. If he can stay healthy, uh, I think they have a shot to go pretty far this year. So I will take the over. I'm going to agree with you here. I, I like this team. Obviously, you have to deal with Kansas City uh, in that division, so that's a tough two games there. But uh, I, I think Herbert was good enough, one of the best rookie seasons we've ever seen uh, at the position, and, and the weaponry is there, like I mentioned. Uh, no more Anthony Lynn either. I think that kind of held them back a little bit. So a uh, new coaching regime, uh, the players around here offensively and defensively, uh, I like this over here. So over for me, Chop, Chargers over under nine and a half. I'm going over, and uh, I like it a lot. I like this one quite a bit. Is like looking at their schedule. There's really the two big slip ups that that could happen are the two Kansas City games. Outside of that, you know, a game at Washington is going to be tough. But other than those games, like and, and at Baltimore, but uh, other than that, all these other games are very winnable, and I think they could be favorites in all of them. And but I just like the team also in general, like. Like they're going to have such a huge turnaround on the offensive line based on what they did in the draft and, and the free agency. So that was the big thing that hurt hurt them last year. So they're going to be much improved on the offensive line. The defense, we didn't even see Darwin James. Like he's the most uh, one of the most explosive secondary guys in football, and we haven't really seen him for a couple years. He's been hurt. If he can just get healthy, uh, they're going to be in good shape. But even if he's not healthy, even if he does get hurt again. They made some uh, moves in the draft. Asante Samuel Jr., who I think is a very sharp, sharp cornerback. Uh, like they, they're just going to be a much better team. And let's just hope Herbert's not wasn't a fluke year last year. And if he can keep building off that, they're going to smoke that that nine and a half wins. Yeah, I agree. I think we're all uh, big proponents of that. And uh, some of the other odds for them, real quick, uh, plus thirty two hundred to win the Super Bowl again. You know, Kansas City is going to be the major roadblock on any of these bets, but plus seventeen hundred. Uh, to win the AFC here uh, in the FanDuel Sportsbook. So not not terrible numbers there. Uh, pretty pretty decent odds here uh, on the Chargers. Let's move on to another team uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about is the Miami Dolphins. Their number sitting at nine and a half here. Juice on the under, the minus 135, plus 115 uh, on the over. So Chop, we'll stay with you, a team we saw kind of take steps. I, I like the coaching. I think Tua, the big question mark, do we get – the Tua we saw at Alabama, do we get the guy that we saw last season dealing with some injuries, splitting time uh, with Brian Fitzpatrick? But the pieces are there. The defense continues to improve. Uh, are you as optimistic as me here? Miami, over under, nine and a half. Ten and seven is what they need to be. Ten and seven. They've, they've like overachieved the last couple of years. They've looked a lot better than what you would think, given their talent. And now they're starting to actually get the talent in place. So, um it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good one. I don't like the two games against New England this year. That that I think New England is gonna be really tough. You know they got to travel to Tampa Bay. They've got some uh, Buffalo comes to town, so there's some tough games in there. Can they get to ten wins out of ten and seven? Hmm. I'm gonna say yeah, just because they're a good coach, improving roster. I would this would be a lock for me if they had shipped off Tua to get Deshaun Watson and Deshaun played. Like that was one of the things early in, early in the offseason that might happen. That didn't happen, so we're depending on Tua here to step up and be good, but got him a little help at receiver, so I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go over this. Yeah, I am on the over. Uh, clearly, uh, I like the weaponry. Uh, again, Tua's the, the worry here. Can, can he take that next step because he is surrounded by weapons? You, you mentioned the, the additions at wide receiver. They bring in Will Fuller. Uh, they draft his college teammate, Jalen Waddell. Uh, as the first receiver off the board uh, with a number six pick. So, uh, and Mike Isecki, uh, another year in that offense as well. Miles Gaskin uh, looked good a, as the running back. Uh, even if he wasn't the guy, they, they got some guys behind him that were productive and uh, a big fan of Brian Flores and his coaching. So uh, I think there's a lot of reasons to be high in this team. So uh, over for me here on that number. Derek, 
Over under nine and a half on the Miami Dolphins. I like the over as well. I think Tua deserves a little bit of a pass. Rookie season, coming off a big injury at Alabama. Um, you mentioned Brian Flores. That's actually one of my favorite bets on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, Coach of the year, plus 1,400. I think if they can win you know, 11 games, I think he's going to be in the mix. So, um, yeah, give me the over. Yeah, I like that bet a lot as well. I think his, he's one of the best coaches out there right now. So, 14-1 uh, to 1 on that. Uh, I'm going to put that on my list for sure here. Uh, in the FanDuel Sportsbook. All right, let's move on to New England. Uh, we just talked about them. Their number sitting at nine, Derek. Uh, juice on the over at minus 135, uh, plus 115 on the under. So uh, the story, bringing Mac Jones, we'll see. Is it is it Cam Newton? Is it Mac Jones at the quarterback position? Uh, you got Nikhil Harry requesting a trade. I don't know what that guy's done to uh, <laughs> allow himself to request the trade or anyone that's going to want him, but uh, the point is, they were a little disappointing last season. The defense was still solid. Can they turn things around here in 2021, Derek? Over, under, nine wins for the New England Patriots. This was one of the more surprising numbers when I first pulled them up. Um, you mentioned the quarterback battle, uh, Mac Jones, Cam Newton, the defense. I'm not as sold on as I was in years past. I don't love the receivers. So I'm going to take the under just because I like the Bills a lot when the over and I like the Dolphins in that same division. Yeah, that, I'm in lockstep with you. I like those teams a lot uh, in that division. I, I just think this team's going to struggle uh, offensively in that defense. You're right. Is it the legit top three, top five defense we've seen in years past? I don't think so. So Belichick is going to will them to a few wins. I don't know that they get to this nine number. So we get plus 115 on it. Uh, on that under, I'm with you here. Under nine for me as well. Chop, over under, nine wins. New England Patriots. Oh, I'm going all in on the over here. Give me all in. Okay. All right. At the very worst, I'm going to push here. At the very worst, I'm going to push, I think. Assuming we stay, assuming that we get some health here, stay healthy. But man, I like what they did in the offs. First of all, they're going to get back a bunch of defenders that didn't want to play last year because of COVID. So we got that working for them. Uh, you've just totally revamped the offense to work uh, to work with Cam Newton now. You you brought in the two big tight ends. And it's not going to be the throwback to Gronk and, and Hernandez, but it's two really solid tight ends to help him out. Uh, a little yard after catch action for those guys. I, I just and the offensive line is going to be okay, and uh, I just think that they're in they're in a pretty good position to. Uh, I mean, nine and eight. Like, yeah, they'll finish nine and eight at the very worst, and then I think ten wins is definitely doable here. So I'm going over here. I like the over quite a bit. I think this is a good team. All right, let's stay in that division, uh, wrap that division up with the New York Jets. Uh, number sitting at six, Chop. A little bit of juice uh, on the over here, uh, minus 115. But uh, wholesale changes here for the Jets. Uh, new coaching staff uh, bring in Salah from San Francisco. Adam Gase is now coaching a high school team right down the road from me in Michigan. So you, you go from the coach of the Jets, and I don't even think he's the head coach. I, I think he's an offensive coordinator a quarterback's coach uh, in Ypsilanti, Michigan. So uh, quite the fall from grace. But the Jets also take Zach Wilson uh, with the number two pick, uh, bringing some other weapons uh, on offense. The receiving core looks good. Can this team get it going quick enough, uh, escaping the Adam Gay shadow chop, or uh, is six a little bit too high here for the Jets? I do like I do like the head coach, an improvement for sure, but uh, I'm still going under here. I mean – it wasn't like a, a huge upgrade in talent on the roster. And we're depending on more than likely a rookie quarterback, Zach Wilson, who there's some major question marks about to get you there. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't I'm going to take the under. And if for no other reason, you can't, you can't go down the list and have everybody go over the total of their wins. You know, that doesn't work like that. Somebody's got to start losing. So I'm definitely thinking the jets are, you know, double digit losses this year. So I'm going, I'm going uh, under. I'm under as well. I, I think this is another one very similar to Jacksonville. I, I think they're doing things the right way. I just think it's going to take some time. It's not going to be uh, an instant change. So I think you'll see a much improved team. Uh, that doesn't always translate into wins, though. So uh, a four or five win team feels about right here for the Jets. So uh, under for me here as well. Derek, over under six wins. New York Jets. What do you got? Pretty sure I'm uh, 12 of 12 or 13 of 13 so far. So uh, this one's right. just a toss-up. Uh, I'll take the under because I uh, can't bet all the overs. Hey, you can't win them all, right? So, uh, all right, moving on. Pittsburgh Steelers, Derek, number sitting at eight and a half. A uh, little bit of juice on the under at minus 115. So 
Big Ben, back for another season. They bring back Juju Smith-Schuster, so that receiving core is intact. Uh, and spend a high pick on Najee Harris to be the new uh, workhorse in that backfield. So thoughts here. Pittsburgh seems uh, – number seems a little bit too low, but uh, maybe Vegas is on to something. Over under eight and a half. What do you got here for the Steelers? Yeah, this is going to be an awesome team to target for DFS. I uh, mentioned uh, workhorse running back Najee Harris, and then we know uh, Big Ben is not going to throw the ball down the field. So PPR sites, uh, we're going to be able to target these receivers. But, yeah, I mean, Steelers, they've been 500 or better every year since 2004. So uh, 17, 16 seasons, um, and they have to go under that for the under to hit. So I'll, I'll go one more year with the over. I'm torn on this one as well. So, Chop, I'm going to go to you here. I'm leaning the under, but Derek brings up some good points here. I, I, this team always is, is good enough to win some games, but I, I'm leaning under. But I, I'm going to go to you. What do you got? Over, under, eight and a half, Pittsburgh. Man, I'm torn also because I want to like this team. I think the defense is good. I think it was good last year, and it's going to be good again. And uh, I like I like some of the playmakers at wide receiver. I like the I love the running back they got, but the problem is is that the offensive line is going to be maybe one of the worst in the NFL. That's gonna that's really going to come back and and be huge as the season goes on. So, as much as I want to like them. I think I'm going to take the under because the offensive line, I, offensive line, I think is going to be in shambles, and it's just going to make everything so difficult for him. Yeah, it's it's not like Big Ben's the most mobile guy back there, and he goes down. We we see what happens with this team; they just don't have a backup quarterback that that can step in and uh, fulfill all of these weapons. So uh, that and some of Mike Tomlin's uh, in-game coaching uh, always concerns me a little bit. It, he's, he gets a little bit more praise than than I think he deserves, honestly. So. I'm gonna go with the under. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my gut here and and go under that number, even though it seems uh, a little bit too low at, at eight and a half. So our final team here in our team total look in the Fanduel Sportsbook for the AFC, the Tennessee Titans. Chop a uh, hell of a season last year. Now bring in Julio Jones as well offensively. I think you're gonna see this team involved in a lot of shootouts. That offense should be fantastic uh, with AJ Brown, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, uh, and Ryan Tannehill playing some great football defensively, I think is a huge question mark uh, with this Tennessee team. So numbers sitting at nine minus 150 on the over plus 125 on the under chop wrap us up here, Tennessee over under nine wins. Yeah, I'm going over. I think, uh, you know, it's, a, it's always a good solid team, regardless the addition of uh, the addition of Julio Jones makes him – I mentioned it, I think, last week. I think this is a, a great offensive team now. I mean, not good. This is great. These guys are going to be great. So the defense just has to hold serve. I think they can do that. I'm looking at – you know, you look up and down their schedule, their division, and they're going to get uh, – let me see here. Yeah, they're going to get – like. I want to say, no offense to Derek here, but four aren't they going to get like four free yep. wins out of Jacksonville and yep. uh, Houston? They're starting with four wins. So you got all that working for you. They just got to hold serve at home a few times, you know, most of the time, and I think they can do that. Yeah, man, I think Julio's actually a, a, a pretty big upgrade for the – the best defense in the NFL this day is a good offense that can control the clock and, and keep the other guys off the field. They can do that week in and week out, especially when we get into December. I like Tennessee to go over that total. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a line from Chop here from last week. I'm gonna get real close to the mic. Oh, Smash, smashing the over here on the Tennessee Titans. This is my favorite of all of the teams that we've done over or under. I love the over here. Now I don't like the juice. I wouldn't even mind it at nine and a half if if I can get closer to minus one ten on it. This is a double-digit win team. I just don't see unless injuries strike and you can't bet that way, worrying about injuries, injuries are going to happen. I want to smash the over on this Titans team. So, Chop, I believe it was the Saints for you last week. I just don't see nine and eight. The Tennessee Titans, you're telling me, are not going to go better than nine and eight. I find that very hard to believe with two games against Houston, two games against Jacksonville, as good as this offense is going to be, almost unstoppable at times. So, Hammer the over here for the Tennessee Titans for me on this nine. Derek, wrap us up. Over under nine wins, Tennessee Titans. Yeah, to your guys' point, I was going to say they have to go five and eight, and uh, they tie uh, the nine-win total here because, uh, yeah, the Jags, they let Henry run 
for 300 yards every time they face the Titans. And we know Houston's not going to put up much of a fight. So uh, to wrap up today's picks, I had 10 overs. Chop, you had nine. Beer, you had eight. So uh, we weren't completely fish uh, in terms of just betting all the overs. There we go. So Titans to play, though. Well, over nine, I'm telling you, feel real good about that one. But that will wrap us up here for our look at team totals here in the FanDuel Sportsbook. Make sure you get over there uh, and support the sponsor of this show. We greatly appreciate them uh, sponsoring us. And again, we're working on some stuff for you guys, the listeners, people that have been here, uh, whether you just started joining us last week or you've been here uh, throughout our entire run over the years. Uh, we're working on some free rolls over on FanDuel uh, to reward you guys for listening. So, again, if you like the show, the way to help us out, the way to say thank you is to leave reviews uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you are listening to this on YouTube. Comment in the comment section. Hit that like button. All that good stuff. So a little bit over an hour. Again, we want to keep these two right around an hour or less, so a little bit over time here. But, uh, guys, final thoughts for the people here. Uh, in the second week of our return, Derek, let's go to you. What do you got here? Final thoughts. Yeah, please leave us a review. As always, uh, there are a lot of things you could be listening to. So thank you for uh, listening to us each and every week. I'll send out our picks on Twitter. Um, if you want to watch how bad we are, um, track it during the regular season. And maybe I'll talk to the higher ups, see if we can get a contest going. Um, if everyone wants to make their own picks and send them uh, my way. So I'll look into that. There we go. I like it. Hey, we're not afraid to put our work out there. You know, let's be held accountable. So uh, I like that idea. So we'll, we'll try to work that in as well. And again, anything you guys want to talk about, you want to hear, reach out to us and we'll gladly mix it uh, into the weekly mix here uh, on the show. The show is here for you. I agree with Derek. A lot of choices out there for things you can listen to. Time is valuable. Uh, we appreciate you spending an hour with us uh, each and every week. Chop, floor is yours, buddy. Final thoughts here for the people. Yeah, accountability is key. People people need more accountability these days. But, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, we shouldn't sell ourselves short now. You know, I, I won the football betting picks last year on the podcast and this, with a pretty good record. And then Beer came back in the NBA and smashed a really good record in the NBA. So we we're, we got a pretty good track record when when we get one one of us gets rolling here in a sport you can, you can you can piggyback off that but we got the hard stuff out of the way team totals all that good stuff that you know we wanted to knock out now we're gonna start getting for these future episodes I think we're gonna get a little bit more personal here get some good stories going some good conversations oh, yeah. oh, some yeah. good <laughs> some good dad talk so hit us up with whatever topic you want to talk about man I, we're we're ready to get. We can get away from sports a little bit, too, if you guys want to. That's what, I, that's what I'm looking forward to. That's it, man. Talk some life. Uh, talk some dad. Talk some, you know, anything you guys want to hit on. So, again, reach out to any of the three of us. Uh, let us know what you want to hear here on the pod, and we'll make it happen. So that will wrap us up for this week. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again to the fine folks over at FanDuel for sponsoring the show. For Notorious Forehead Chopper, I am Beer saying salut. Best of luck in all of your contests, all of your betting this week. Enjoy the MLB All-Star Game. We'll be back next Wednesday with another show. Peace. We're out.